You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. Andy Shaw and I, Karen Gibas, are grateful that you are here with us today. We are having way too much fun on the breaks. If only you knew what happened behind the scenes with all of us. <laughs> it's a good group. It's a good group. So we are joined today by uh, two high school graduates, which in this time is probably not the most ideal time to graduate from high school on many levels. But Andy, you have the honor of knowing these two. So why I don't do. you handle this interview and you got it. You know, get them. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm so blessed. I was uh, when when we talked about this show a couple weeks ago, and and they reached out and said, "Do you know any graduates?" And I go, "I do. I spent four days with them during the virtual graduation, but I've known them for a long time." And Megan Ockbach and Jacob Zogs join us now, and both were speakers, student speakers at the graduation. But before we get into that. Just Megan, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Shaw. Thank you for being here, and Jacob, you too. Good morning. And I like that you have a Sims shirt on for fly fishing. Fly fishing. Yeah, we might have to go do that as a graduation gift. Absolutely. (laughs) I don't know who the gift would be for more, though. (laughs) Um, So this year, guys, it was, uh, you know, you you both spoke so well in your graduation speech, but it was moving along, zooming along. If you listeners think back to being that age, to being 17 or 18, and you're in your final entering your final quarter of your senior year and you're getting ready to go into this new chapter of life and that graduation day, uh, the word commencement, you know, to begin something new um, happens. And then, boom, we get the call. Life is shut down. COVID hits. Now what? What goes through your mind when that happened? What went through your mind? Well, when school first went online, it was mid-March. And so we still had about two and a half months before actual graduation. So... Um, myself and a lot of my friends, we were still very hopeful that a lot of the things would still continue. But that initial moment where things got shut down, it was just a surreal moment, really. Yeah, and and some of those things, you think about senior year, you have, Jacob is a a baseball player, so you had a season um, with high hopes with a lot of seniors returning. But you also have prom and you have um, you had, you even mentioned it in your speech, you know, the senior prank day. So you we, missed out on a lot. Being on student council, we saved up all of our money for that uh, senior <laughs> prank. Um, so the prank was on? On the students this year. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and I, I still remember the the day in biology that everyone was talking, you know, we're not going to come back. And I thought, yeah, right. And then these two months happened, and that was the last day of school. But I think what kind of amazes me is the fact that we all reacted to the situation. And even me and Megan, we had this little separate prom that we even did with our friend group. And, I mean, Mm -hmm. that was a ton of fun. And um, that's just one example. And, I mean, me and a lot of my baseball friends, you know, we sometimes get together and play catch still. So it's still – we're not completely out of the loop. Right. What what was it like – just with your friends and, and being at home and, um, and I know both of your families and, and following rules and um, but looking out for the best of you. But what was it? What did you all talk about the first month of it all? Well, uh, my friends and I, we had a lot of uh, Zoom conferences together. Um, we watched some movies. And really, we just talked about um, what the plans were for the next couple months. You know, what do you do when you're inside? 
what do we do if there's no college in the fall? Um, when can we get together? How can we get together six feet apart? Um, we ended up coming up with, we'd go to a parking lot in our cars and we'd pop the trunks and we'd sit out there with blankets mm. and we'd bring slushies to drink and um, just getting together with that community, that was, that was the best way for us to stay together. That's a great way to do it. A lot of uh, my buddies, and including I, uh, we do a lot of uh, outdoor stuff. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of lucky. You can still kind of ice fish and fly fish and go turkey hunting without um, coming within six feet of each other, basically. Mm -hmm. so. Just don't get between you and the turkey. Right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and we're going to run into some issues. Uh, we're glad you're with us on Real Presence Live. We're joined uh, by Megan Ockbach and Jacob Zog, seniors from St. Thomas More High School in the uh, Rapid City Catholic School System. I'm Andy Shaw along with Karen Gibis. And, you know, we're just talking about what, what happened to the 2020 graduates. And so, so COVID happens. You, you, both of you came up with great ideas and your friends to figure out how to still, the social part of it is huge. Uh, that's still part of that, developing that personal excellence. And then, you know, Megan, you brought up the point, will I go to college in the fall? Mm -hmm. So what are the, before, actually, before we get to that, we have graduation set up, which uh, the way it is at St. Thomas More High School is in the cathedral. It's a beautiful, we have mass first, uh, and then a beautiful graduation celebration. And then what happened? You get a note that here, here are the options or here's a survey. What do you guys want to do? Yeah, so um, students and parents were emailed a survey and there was two options. It was um, virtual graduation or a graduation later in the summer. And virtual graduation got the vote. Um, so we ended up having that. It was beautiful. And um, there's still plans for one later in the summer. But if that doesn't happen, I'm really glad we were able to do this virtual graduation because... It was phenomenal how, how you got it to come together. You know, I, I liked the virtual graduation. And I'm going to pick out a specific example. Giving the speech this year in, in front of four people as opposed <laughs> to 400 people yeah, was, yeah. was a lot less nerve-wracking. And um, i got to say, you did a great job putting this all together. Um, Thank you. Mr. Shaw. And... Uh, I know my jokes were a little bit awkward because nobody would laugh. <laughs> I thought about I thought about when I was editing. I thought about putting a laugh track on there. I was going to. I wish you would. Have. Yeah, I did. It's funny. Maybe I'll do a separate one for you. <laughs> sure. But what what was it? So both of you spoke, um, and the virtual graduation is hard to see, probably from your point of view, of it coming together. Yes. And so you spoke to whom? I mean, when you were up there, like you said, four people. But in, in another sense, you know, I knew that the video was going to be played in front of, you know, all the students. And so I guess it was still the same audience. Right. Basically. So you yes. visualized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think I had it in the back of my mind that all of my classmates and their parents and extended families would be seeing this. But I think um, while I was speaking, I was speaking to myself. Um, my speech had, um, I tried to emphasize hope in my speech. Mm -hmm. And so... It was more of a reminder to myself that you know life is going to go on. Um, this isn't this isn't the way life is going to be forever. Right. You know, and you mentioned um, both of you actually did in, in neat ways um, that somebody, maybe somebody in this class, uh, is going into medicine mm -hmm. and will be part of the next research for the next pandemic or something. Mm -hmm. That was very powerful. Like I have goosebumps right now because I do think about <laughs> it because that's so true. Mm -hmm. And I think there's this misconception that the, the, the climax 
of high school. You know, the graduation is the most important part. But like in my speech, I emphasize all the all the memories that we've had together, and just the little things are what I find most important. Right, mm-hmm. and that's what you have forever, right? You know, the in a real graduate, if you had a real graduation, um, it's two to three hours, and it's usually one of the hot days here in Rapid City. Absolutely. Cathed- <laughs> you know, the cathedral's cooking in there, and, and you have a few people dropping left and right, and then <laughs> then you get through, and at the end of it, you take pictures, and then what? So, so maybe this, like you said, maybe this is um, something you'll always have in a whole different way, because mm-hmm. uh, we haven't really had it recorded before. What, what did... Um, you know, you, you brought up just all the memories. I think of what you said about Brett and, um, you know, a student who is nominated every year to be on the homecoming court mm-hmm. as a freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. Sure. Um, great kid. Um, but what, how are you all getting together now? Because is college on? I guess let's start with that. We're, Megan, you're going to University of Mary? Yes. And um, at the beginning of May, the University of Mary announced their intention to return in the September. Um, so I have a lot of hope for that. Awesome. I'm staying local. I'm going to uh, SDSMT. Um, and they're starting on August 19th, I believe. But then they're um, after Thanksgiving, I believe we don't return to school and we come home to take finals. That's right. Mm-hmm. South Dakota School of Mines and Technology here in Rapid City. Uh, and Mary's about, is it about six hours? It's about five hours. Five hours. Um, you must drive fast. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> so, but now with all of your... This class, a lot of you have been together for all the years. Uh, so how do you say goodbye in this time of social distancing? I guess we're still kind of hoping that the other graduation happens on June 25th, mm-hmm. which will be really nice just to see everybody you know, that'll, all at once. That'll be like one big goodbye exactly. because um, with virtual graduation, we get together in like a group of six or something. So there was never a good big goodbye. Sure, sure. And, and with social media, you know, of course you can still be in touch with everybody from high school, yes. you know, and there's no like really ever going to be a goodbye. Yeah, that's very true. So what, what do you hear from, uh, from friends who are not in our school system, but just friends, you know, either, uh, in our city or just around the country? Um, a lot of them are in the same boat. Um, my roommate, she had a virtual graduation the same weekend or the same week that I had mine. So um, it's nice to know that, you know, we're not alone in this. Like, all the seniors across the country are going through the same exact thing. So there's a good sense of community in that. Hmm. The class of 2020. You know, what a, what a year the pandemic hits and then mm-hmm. that happens. So, um, yeah, J- Jacob, you mentioned School of Minds uh, is thinking about going up to Thanksgiving and then after that, finals will be online, I think the week after Thanksgiving, roughly yes, around there, mm. and then some time off, and that's... That's just kind of like a little gap, so uh, just kind of a, a breather, basically. Um, I, I believe if ever, anybody has the virus, you know, they go home for a large chunk of time, they can, you know, realize that they have it, mm-hmm. and they don't spread it. It's not like a continuous flow. Mm-hmm. So it gives a break when there might be expected, they're saying possibly another wave hitting, right, right. you know, December, January time. Uh, and then... I've read a, a couple different universities have different plans um, for you might have one class in class and then you, the second, you know, if it's a Tuesday, Thursday class, Tuesdays might be in class, Thursdays might be online. Mm-hmm. Or, or I guess it's all, you all are just kind of sitting, waiting, right? Yeah, so you, Mary, is a very small school, small class sizes. So um, 
we haven't heard anything about um, going to online classes uh, just because the unique situation Umary has. Um, so I think for the most part our classes are all going to be as normal in person and um, we I think are continuing through up to Christmas break. We're not going to stop at Thanksgiving. Um, so. And with the whole virus, you kind of have to react to the situation too. Absolutely, but we don't know the future. Um, if we did, this would this whole thing would be a lot easier. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's a. You know, I just keep thinking. Of, so, let's go twenty years from now. Let's go to the year twenty forty. Okay, what what will you look back and think about this year? Not graduation, probably not. <laughs> um, but still all those memories, like you were saying, um, the fact that Brett got elected to the homecoming court every single year, um, that was funny. And uh, we did a, a redneck hot tub is what we called it for homecoming. <laughs> um, so Brandon took this huge trailer, filled it with water, and put a tarp underneath it. And we all got in our swimsuits and hopped in before school. And that, that water was not hot, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so I think 2040, looking back to 2020, I think we're going to look back with happiness. Um, you know, might there be some disappointment? Absolutely. But I think overall we're grateful for what we had, and we're so blessed to continue. Megan Ockbach and Jacob Zog are with us. They are graduates of St. Thomas More High School in Rapid City, the class of 2020. And um, how... How has it made, how, what has happened with your family lives? Because as seniors, seniors, I, you always hear parents saying, well, I just never saw my son or my daughter senior year, you know, because that's part of senior year. You're going and doing things, you're starting to branch out on your own, uh, leaving the nest, so to speak, a little bit. And then this, this happens and you're forced to stay home. How has it impacted your family lives? Has it been um, pretty awesome? Because you will have memories now that maybe you wouldn't have had before. It's, it's been really good, I think, for the most part. Uh, sometimes you can get too close to them and you need kind of a break every once <laughs> sure. in a while. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been pretty good. I think kind of going off on a tangent here, um, in the same way it kind of affected my safe or my faith life rather, um, going to mass had always kind of been a thing that is kind of, you got to check off, you have to do it. But I never really, I guess, thoroughly enjoyed it, at least as much as I see a lot of other people do it. But now, going two months without going, it, it felt like it created sort of a void inside of me, something that um, I, I kind of missed it, I guess. And I just went to Mass this last Sunday, and I did really enjoy it. It was very relaxing. Father Tim had a great homily, and it was really good. So, And that kind of brings my family together, too, Mass does. So maybe, maybe God has a bigger plan in all of this. Sure. Maybe sure. this happened for a bigger reason. Absolutely. How about... Uh, so my family, we kind of had a unique situation. My mom is a high school math teacher, so she was at home. And then my older sister, she was a freshman at UMary, and she had to come home. So we had three people in the house all the time. And like Jake said, you know, sometimes you definitely didn't need the space. But I really enjoyed the time I got to spend with my family. And um, my dad, he was able to keep going to work every day. And he'd come home and the whole family would be together. You know, we had a lot more family dinners than we would have had without the coronavirus. Yeah, that's, that, which is the way it used to be back when your parents were your age. A mm -hmm. lot of family dinners back then and then we're much busier now. Um, so your mom 
who I just admire uh, <laughs> as, a, as a teacher and as a person and as a, a, a woman of God. She, was she busy? She was really busy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of emails she had to sort through every single day. And then she helped out with graduation too. That's one of her yes. babies too. Yes. So I, you know, I was thinking about her um, when we you know, decided to go with this virtual graduation, right? And here is her, her youngest daughter getting ready to graduate. She's part of the service, and it's, I'm sure your mom looked forward to it too, and then this happens. Mm-hmm. I think it ended up being a good balance because the increase in work she saw in teaching, she had less work because it was virtual graduation. She didn't have to worry about printing hundreds of programs, getting all the flowers ready to go. So there was, it really evened out for her in the end. Awesome. I love that. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to uh, ask that you two stick around on the other side of the break because I'd like to find out. Uh, Karen and I were kind of passing notes thinking, how are these two going to help change the world? And we're going to talk about that when we come back right after Unreal Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you desire to deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ? If so, Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota, invites you to register for a men's or women's Ignatian Silent Retreat in 2020. Every retreat is led by an experienced retreat director who will offer a series of points for prayer, inviting you to a personal encounter with Christ. For more information, you can call 605-263-1040 or visit broom-tree.org. Does someone who takes their own life automatically go to hell? I'm Father Chris Alar. In 1993, my grandmother took her life, and for years I carried this burden because she committed a grave sin and had no time to repent. But the Church states that certain mental conditions may reduce the responsibility of one who takes their own life. You are only eternally lost if you die in an unrepentant state of mortal sin. And for a sin to be mortal, three conditions must be present— And one of those conditions is complete free will. I don't believe many people freely want to take their life, so there is hope for their salvation. To learn more, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Happy Monday, everyone. I am Andy Shaw along with Karen Gibis, And we are live from Terra Sancta Retreat Center in the beautiful Black Hills outside of Rapid City, South Dakota. We are blessed to be joined right now with two seniors 
who graduated. So I guess, like, what do you call yourselves now? You're not... Kind of that in-between yeah. like, transition state between being a senior and a college. Tweenies. Hmm. Tweenies. I like that. Yes. Sweenies. <laughs> Seniors. Sweenies. Seniors. I don't know. Megan Hochbach and Jacob Zog are with us, and they just graduated from St. Thomas More High School in the Rapid City Catholic School System. And uh, we were spending time talking about how COVID has, has changed your senior year. Uh, Jacob, you mentioned how you know you have the memories going on, just different things along the way. And, uh, and Megan, you talked about uh, hope and, and your speech to the class and to all the families um, was received incredibly well about hope and, and the future. And both of you did an incredible job uh, when I was able to edit the video and just really listen. You know, at, at the time when we were filming, you don't listen as much because there's a lot going on. But uh, your messages were very clear. How did you think you did? Um, like I said earlier, the jokes were a little bit awkward. <laughs> Mr. Sullivan's a, he's an all right audience. But, um, an no, audience I, of one is hard to make laugh. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> listening to it after my mom uh, videoed it, and no, I think it was really good. I did too. Uh, um, and you incorporating that into the whole video of virtual graduation, I mean, I think it was great. Maybe a little bit cheesy uh, with, the, <laughs> with the, the picture of the students, but I really liked it. I think you did a great job. What did that. your buddies say about your speech? Oh, I think they liked it. They wanted to be mentioned, and I, I tried to mention as many people as I could. Those um, shout-outs are important. Yeah, exactly. Something to be remembered by, right? <laughs> um, Megan, you, you're, you, as you said, you talked about hope, and, and I told you my favorite part was um, you know, maybe one of you will be uh, in the medicine field and and help somebody someday. How did, how did you think your speech went? It was really tough to write it because um, my prompt was looking ahead. And as I sat there in my living room trying to write this about looking ahead, I was like, there's no concrete thing to look ahead to. Mm. So I tried to um, remind my classmates that, you know, hope is how we're going to get through this. And so I did a lot of long-term looking ahead. So like you said, um, those out of us that are going to go study medicine, um, becoming doctors. So um, I think by emphasizing the long term helps keep things in perspective that, you know, this isn't going to last to get last forever. Um, eventually, um, we're going to have our lives back and we're going to be grown adults and we're going to be out in the real world. So, How, how has Catholic school environment helped with preparing you for the unprepared moment of COVID? Well, um, being part of a small Catholic school, um, there was definitely a lot more personal um, encounters with teachers during on remote learning. When we had Zoom classes, you know, even if it had the entire senior class, that was what, a max of 60 people. So um, with COVID and being at a Catholic school, there was a lot more of a personal connection, I'd say. I'd have to agree on Megan with that. Um, the whole trial and error thing with the Zoom <laughs> meetings was pretty funny, too. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of a struggle at first to adjust to that, not only for the students, but for the teachers, mm -hmm. too, because um, it's the first time they've ever had to do this before. Um, but that whole transaction, or transition, rather, um, moving from actual school to basically virtual school, mm -hmm. it was kind of rough at first, but it got really smooth, and it was almost just like normal, even. I would say after maybe a couple of weeks. Of I think so too. Yeah, I think once, yeah, once everybody got through the bumps, you know, a lot of universities took about a month off to get everybody ready and used to it, and we mm -hmm. we did it in a week. A week, yeah. You know, and and 
and everybody learns differently and at different times. And I think, I think having the Catholic school environment too helps us forgive and helps us be more receptive to change. Mm-hmm. Sure, and it's it's more personable. If I want to email, you know, a, a teacher, it's so much easier because they they know my name, they mm-hmm. know who I am, right. they know the kind of person I am, and it's that's right. kind of important. To yeah, me, I guess. the community is really strong in a Catholic school. I would agree with that too. So you never feel overlooked. So. I, th- I was really blessed to be a part of a Catholic school for this long. Build those relationships, and, and they pay off at some point, and this is one of those payoff points. Absolutely. Before we went to break, I said, I, we teased, how are you going to change the world? So we talked about the year 2040, your 20-year class reunion. Uh, what do you think you'll be doing 20 years from now, Megan? Well, I um, after I study electrical engineering, I want to go into aeronautical engineering, so... I want to be working on an airplane someday. I want to have a family, and I just want to be a happy person. I want to bring joy to those around me, and I want to be able to look back on my life and say, you know, I had a good life. And so my expectations for myself is just to be a joyful person, really. Well, you, you do that now. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think you'll be doing that 20 years from now. Jacob, 20 years from now, you will be? I interned with a nurse anesthetist um, before this outbreak happened, and I found it truly fascinating. Um, he's actually on the heart team. Um, and so he, he, his hours are kind of tough, but what he does, how he can save a person's life, basically, like mm-hmm. that, it was really fascinating to me. So I'm going to major in chemical, uh, or chemistry, rather, and then minor in chemistry chemical engineering um and i hope someday maybe i can go on to get my md phd um and then eventually go on to medical school and maybe go into anesthesia good um, for you whether that's a nurse anesthetist or uh anesthesiologist good for you good well both of you thank you uh for spending time with us this morning coming in in your summer and missing maybe a little bit of work uh, <laughs> to do this but uh may god may god always bless you on your journeys Thank you so much for having us today. Thank you. You guys are great. Coming up next on Real Presence Live, listen, you'll want to join us to listen to hear about a wonderful organization that is providing care for women even during COVID-19. That's coming up next right after break. We'll see you on the other side. Mm -hmm. 